Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. Hello, I'm Gail Gibson. And I'm Ruby McGuire. And welcome to our podcast, Mind Over Menopause. Our show is filled with real life stories about women just like Ruby and myself who are navigating the menopause journey with a positive mindset. Today's guest is Tanith Lee. So hi, Tanith, and welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Hi, Tanith. So if you can tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Of course. Um, my name is, uh, as you said, is, is Tanith Lee, but I'm also known as Mrs. Menopause. Um, <clears throat> and I've had that badge for quite some time now. It's probably about 12, 13 years um, because I went through an early menopause. And around that time, there really wasn't the support and help that we are so lucky to have now. And um, the story just, it kind of just, I never planned to be talking about menopause. It, you know, it happened to me. And as we usually do in these circumstances, you know, when things happen to us, we share about it. I'm really open and honest about all of it. And um, people wanted to know more. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just started a blog. And that, and it's kind of developed into what I do now, which is helping women through through the menopause using different different modalities. Fantastic, fantastic. It's so long as well, isn't it? I just had this realisation this morning. I was like, another night I thought of flush. It's like, does this actually ever end? <laughs> well, it gets easier, but wow, it's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, it can be it can be mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you think about your work then uh Tanith, what would you say um is or was the biggest challenge for you while you were going through as you said your early menopause um mm-hmm. and into where you are today so um my biggest challenge uh menopause really affected me psychologically more than anything um i did have physical symptoms of really bad night sweats in my 30s but I never ever questioned it and I look back on that version of me I'm like what you know I wasn't in the the health arena that like I'm in now I just I don't know it was even a bit of a joke but actually for me you know that was the early signs but it was it was the mental the mental health side that really affected me very very took me to a very very dark place you know um so that that's how it affected me more so and I feel now I'm 51 now so it was about I was in my mid-30s when I went through the menopause transition and I'm 51 so I'm kind of the normal average age for menopause now Mm. um so I'm experiencing not menopause typical menopause symptoms um maybe it's just getting older (laughs) So it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to know, you know, the difference between the two, but there's certainly things happening now that I may possibly associate with like a normal menopause. So I'm not sure what's going on. So, yeah, so it was the mental stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. I think, mm-hmm. as Ruby just said there, um, we're both 54. So um, and on the other side of 
well, we're in menopause now, um, but mm. it's still, like you say, those hot flushes still pop up, don't they? And you just think, where mm. did that come from and why is it still happening? But it's all yeah. part and parcel and different things still keep happening as well. Absolutely. I mean, I'm 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 a long time postmenopause now. I mean, naturally, you know, my period stopped a long time ago. Um, yeah, and it's just, and I think a lot of women expect once our periods finish that everything will kind of maybe not go back to as it was, but everything, all those symptoms they've been experiencing, maybe go. And mm-hmm. that's not always the case. It's a case for a lot of women, but it's not always the case. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, as you say, it's a bit, it's a bit hit and miss, isn't it? Definitely. <laughs> So what did you do then to manage and cope with some of those symptoms? Because a, a lot of people focus on the physical symptoms and actually there's so many psychological symptoms that come along with it as well. What did you do to cope with some of those challenges that you faced? I mean, initially I just, um, once I'd had the diagnosis, which I don't think is the best terminology, is it, for a natural life change, but once I was told in a pretty brutal way by a GP um, that it was early menopause. Uh, I started looking into it and there wasn't really information around, you know, this is a long time ago now in this, in this, you know, in the menopause kind of arena, if you like. And um, I looked up, somebody recommended actually, it was my osteopath. He recommended, there was a GP. I feel so blessed. Uh, She was a private GP and she was a nutritional therapist. And so I went and saw her. And at the time, they, this she helped me with bioidentical HRT. So this was her doing blood tests and that going to a chemist and compounding HRT. So it was very different back then. We don't we don't tend to see that so much these days. And that really helped me initially. Actually, it helped me. <clears throat> it almost like felt the lights something switched just switched and the lights kind of come back on. I felt like you know my brain suddenly cleared. Um, and I'd like to say it's been like that ever since. But that's not not the case, you know. It it's kind of stopped working and stuff. So that initially for me, I needed I needed something to help kind of give me a window to kind of see things a bit brighter, maybe and a bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was offered um, antidepressants around that time as well. Um, there was a few things going on for me in literally in that year that I come in. I don't mind talking about it, but I went into recovery from mm-hmm. alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. And I also um, had a massive, um, I can't even say it was an injury, but I suddenly developed this really bad uh, acute coccyx pain, oh. which changed my career and everything. It meant I couldn't teach all the classes I was teaching. I was a fitness, I still do teach it fitness, but I couldn't do it. You know, I'd, at the level I so there was loads of changes for me in amongst menopause and everything else so um I did try antidepressants for a little bit but the HRT worked for me much better Mm. and that's when I started to look much more into the mind into sorry into how I can support my brain with nutrition and exercise but um I work very differently now than I would have done back then uh mm. yeah I've, I've I've grown so much I guess as I've as I've got older so that's how mainly how I helped myself um with some therapy thrown in as well that helped <laughs> brilliant thank you for sharing I think it it really helps I appreciate we appreciate your vulnerability because it really helps for other people if they're mm. going through something similar they can recognize some of the things and it, they're not going to feel on their own then you know for Gail she's had quite 
what I'd say a relatively easy menopause haven't you in terms of symptoms mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. um we've had some people I've had most of the symptoms but not as much of the psychological but other people who've gone really dark with the psychological and ended up not even being able to stay in their jobs as a result of it so mm-hmm. everyone experiences this menopause journey so differently so we do really appreciate you being so open and sharing with us so thank you for that Tana. yeah no problem I mean that's been kind of me since since day one a bit of an oversharer um but I just thought well if it helps other people as you've said like identify mm-hmm. and not feel alone mm-hmm. because it's it can be a really lonely place when you're going through this stuff and you know thank goodness we've got all the awareness now so so people can associate all the wild and various symptoms that happen through this the menopause transition and association with like hormonal changes rather than thinking there's something wrong with them mm-hmm. and I think that's that's really helpful I like to call the um symptoms messages mm-hmm. um because symptoms again sounds like sounds like we've got a condition that's mm-hmm. you know that's almost medicalized almost um I mean it's just it's just words but I think words are really powerful but messages makes us feel like our body's trying to tell us something which it is like if there's that. an imbalance mm. it's, mm. it's trying to it's trying to communicate there's something not quite right yes. and it's lovely I feel like we um it's almost like women uh, feel that their bodies are working against them it, it's, and it feels like that. of course it feels like that but if mm. we we can try and listen a little bit more and understand what's going on the body's always got our back its only job is to keep us alive and it's doing whatever whatever it can and it gets it all comes out of sync and gets a bit wonky sometimes Mm -hmm. but if we can try and find a bit of compassion for ourselves and our body and you know as as it's going through the change I think that will really help women in their in with their mindset and Mm -hmm. perhaps help them with a bit more of a positive as you talk about the positive mindset as we go menopause because I think those I am statements and how we talk about ourselves a game changer mm-hmm. our brain <laughs> listens to everything that comes yeah. out of our mouth so I think it's important so yeah I just yeah, thought I'd definitely, share that <laughs> definitely it likes Siri <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> so what would you say then Tanith are your three top tips for women who are going through the same or similar experience to you uh I would I would find a specialist and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you need to go and find like a, a menopause you know, specialist in terms of like, you know, go into a, a menopause clinic or a doctor, but, you know, absolutely. But find somebody who understands what it's like to go through the menopause. It may be the GP, it may be that, but find somebody who understands and talk about it. I think once we start talking about it, it gets rid of that shame. Um, I, as a nutritional therapist, I can't not talk about the importance of food, but not in a, in, in a, you know, we hear about weight loss all the time and, and, and I get it, but actually if we can try and change that thought process around food and what it does for us and think about it more as nourishment rather than a punishment, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, our body is going through a huge transition and it is a transition and there is hope the other side, but it it's like any time we're going through a stressful time, the body needs more nourishment and it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be expensive. It could be just adding an extra portion of vegetables into your plate 
I'm a great advocate of adding more into our diet before saying we can't have this and I've mm-hmm. got to give up this and all that kind of stuff because that's just a, a diet mentality that we're all a bit over, aren't we, to be honest. So let's be kind to ourselves, again, compassionate to our body and just add some really delicious, healthy stuff into our diet and our body will be so grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one, oh, that's an interesting one. There's so many to pick from. Three is really hard. Um I think we are um, we are designed to move as human beings and finding a way of moving our body regularly in a way that um, brings us joy, brings us ha- happiness. Might not want to do it before we do it, but when we do it, we you know it brings us joy. And that can be so different. I think to be able to express ourselves and move not just because it's good for us and keeps us fit and you know gain muscle or lose weight but the fact we just enjoy the movement Mm -hmm. and it can also be really good as part of a stress response as well because we unfortunately live in a society that you know we pretty much are chronic stress everyone's stressed out and busy and everything else um so if we can move that really helps us rebalance those stress hormones and it's just it's just an, a lovely way to do that. So, yeah, I think those are the three. Good, good, good. Love them. <laughs> Love them. Yeah, messages, message heard loud and clear, I think, to our body, as you said, the messages, looking after ourselves, being kind to ourselves, but also moving ourselves as well. So, um, yeah, fantastic. Lovely. So if you learn one positive thing during your menopausal journey, what would it be? Oh, it's been a long journey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long. I think just to be me. Hmm. As I've got older, I give you know less of a beep about <laughs> things. Um, yeah, I think it's just being more comfortable in my own skin and just mm-hmm. being okay with just being me. Yeah, I love it. And that's definitely to do with hormonal changes and it's to do with, I think, getting older. And I've done the work, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think for me, it's just, yeah. There is only one of us. We are completely unique in the whole universe. How can we not feel special? Mm. Mm. It's true, isn't it? It's, I don't know yeah. why we don't celebrate that more. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. The universe chose us just to be us. Yes. Yeah. The only one Ruby, the only one Gail, the only one Tanith, that we are yeah. completely unique yes, in the are. whole universe. Yes, yes. I think Lovely. that's a wonderful, wonderful way to, to bring the conversation to a close. But before you mm. go, Tanith, um, do share with us, how can people get in touch with you? The best way would be onto my website, mrsmenopause.co.uk. I tend to, um, you can sign up to, there's various stuff, courses, free stuff you can sign up to. Um, I like to communicate with my community via email. Uh, I like to write. So I'm on there more. I'm a little bit on Facebook. I'm on Women's Wisdom with Mrs. Menopause. Um, and that's it for now. I mean, I don't, I don't, I have an Instagram account, but I don't use it. <laughs> that may change. Who knows? <laughs> that's right. You're being you and that's all there is to it. I'm being me and I like writing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So thank yeah. you so much for sharing your story on Mind Over Menopause. Thank you. Thanks, Tana. It's been lovely having thank you. Thank you again. so much for having me. It's been great. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guests shared. Every woman's experience of menopause is different. Our aim is for you to feel inspired, 
know that you're not on your own and choose to take back control. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.